So you're a trader? Me too. Thanks for being here. My name is DJ Montalbano, and I can be reached at DSMJ Financial on Twitter. And I really appreciate all of your input as we discuss trading the futures market. I'm not a professional trader, but I certainly enjoy trading futures contracts in my spare time, and I look forward to hearing from all of you and your input that you can provide. Hopefully this is of some value to you, and good luck in your everyday trading. Hello everybody, again this is DJ Montalbano, and thanks for joining. Today is Monday, February 11th, and it's been a while since I created a podcast here, so I wanted to take a few moments and just, uh, you know, reach back out to everybody and share um, a topic that I've been really kind of thinking about uh, a lot lately. I've seen some uh, folks talking about this on uh, various uh, forums that uh, I am actually part of, but, um, and that really is the time of day that uh, folks trade. As I mentioned in uh, previous episodes, I'm not a professional trader. I do have a full-time career, and I am actually um, doing most of my trading in odd times and places that um, you know most professional traders are not looking at, really. So um, I think the important thing is that uh, striking a balance between uh, your work and your uh, financial uh, investing pursuits outside of that uh, work uh, is important to kind of take uh, you know take a step back and really kind of think about so today I just wanted to kind of spend a little bit of time talking about the time of day that you trade and uh, for me it actually is um, you know based really around the fact that um, you know I'm a believer that you should really kind of pick um, the specific uh, type of product that you, um, you know, is be- are best suited for it takes a little bit of time and experience, I think, to kind of find that. But, um, you know, spending some time learning and, uh, you know, really doing uh, your research to, you know, get to the point where you feel comfortable making some trades in uh, those various products uh, will help you gain experience to see if that's working for you obviously you know you don't want to overextend yourself or take on unnecessary risk but um, all in the pursuit of learning some new things taking some time to research and ask a lot of questions and take some maybe some formal training or uh, work with your individual brokers to help um, if there's uh, some of those financial services available to you to learn about the various products and um, you know get to the point where you feel comfortable uh, to you know, gain some experience about that. Obviously, you want to be doing so uh, when you're truly ready. Um, there's a concept, of course, of paper trading and practicing in certain environments that uh, really makes a big difference uh, with confidence along the way. But eventually, um, you know, gaining some real-world experience trading um, will help you identify what you really want to trade. So for me... Um, you know, I've tried pretty much almost everything. You know, I started out doing just simply moving money through mutual funds and um, playing around with balancing, you know, 401k uh, allocations and things of that nature, looking at the markets in that kind of way, moving into more aggressive things like, you know, actually um, trading shares of stocks. 
and um, you know over time you kind of learn what it is that uh, is is good for you and you know I've actually done some more training learning about options and um, extended uh, myself to you know try and you know investigate whether or not that is the right fit for me and it wasn't until I really discovered um, you know the futures market and understanding uh, what that's all about really helped me to understand you know and get to the point where I could feel comfortable trying to make some trades in there in that environment um, so you know over time you kind of figure it out but those different products obviously will help you decide what time of the day will be a better time to trade for you if you're uh, heavily invested in um, you know stocks and uh, even looking at options on stocks um, you know typically you're gonna see the most movement um, if you're looking to do uh, shorter term trades you're gonna probably see the most movement obviously during market hours so if you're in uh, you know the United States you'll be trading um, you know the New York Stock Exchange hours or you're gonna be looking at um, futures you, you might uh, feel more comfortable trading during the uh, actual um, you know CME hours so you know that that kind of extends around the clock in certain um, areas so taking a look at those different uh, types of trade products will really help you decide um, also what's the best type of no best time of day to be trading the other thing I would say is you know if you're if you're really interested in uh, the futures market um, taking a look at the other um, actual markets around the world will tend to help as well and it depends on the type of actual contract that you're looking at trading so if you're if you're looking to trade um, for example uh, currency pairs and uh, you look at uh, for example the the euro um, against the US dollar you might find most of the uh, actual traction during the maybe when the London session opens overnight you might see you know the Asia market in flight um, moving everything one way only to just turn back around and reverse the other way with uh, uh, you know a lot of aggression if you will uh, once the London market opens so if you start to analyze the product and the specific um, you know contracts that you're looking at you might find that certain times of the of the night or the day um, will be a great chance to you know find the setup that you're looking for so the other thing I would mention is um, you know it depends on the type of trading that you're planning on doing uh, some folks are much more interested in the longer term view they might be trend traders looking at the broad direction of things um, and uh, looking for uh, an edge based on certain um, events or catalysts that might affect that trend um, the other thing some folks might be uh, trying to trade more on a swing trade level or even a short term uh, level um, those will tend to determine um, the time of day that you might want to trade. If you're looking longer term, 
and you're looking at more of like a daily or weekly type of chart um, and you have you know the room in your account to um, deal with the swings in between those periods uh, you might be able to take a look at um, trading you know once a day at night or you know you look you make a you, you do your research on a Sunday afternoon and once the for example if you're doing futures you might you know make your move uh, or you know make some changes or make some take some trades uh, later on a Sunday once the market gets going um, uh, or if you are looking into stocks and you you know you find that uh, certain things are going your way but you should look in longer term um, you know once the market opens maybe you're doing it on your lunch hour making maybe you're doing it before the close every day before when you have a chance um, so there's a lot of considerations but um, these are some of the things that I hope uh, you'll try to think about right now we're gonna take a break and when we come back uh, we will take a look at some of the tools that we uh, might use to help us decide we'll be right back <music> So I think one of the important things when taking a look at the time of day that you're trading is do you have visibility into what your specific product uh, is doing during the time frame that you're looking to trade? For example, if you're looking at the weekly mostly and you're more of a trend trader, can you see the full picture of what events might have happened in the previous week or or if you're looking at the monthly do you can you see them the events that might be happening during that, that month to contribute to uh, what you're looking at or if perhaps you are more of a short-term scalping type of uh, trader and you're looking for opportunities uh, to scalp you know a few ticks here and there on more of a high, higher frequency basis perhaps you might be asking can I see the order flow can I see uh, who's buying and who's selling or can I see you know uh, who's absorbing who which direction is this headed um, and can I see perhaps on a shorter term basis uh, what has more recently happened where we might be looking for um, things to really take off or um, we're really looking for momentum to increase um, in a certain direction and being ready to capture that and you know take advantage of that so you know a lot of times what it comes down to is do you have the right tools or the visibility uh, based on the type of trader that you are so I think uh, one of the important things about the time of day is to really understand what's happening around the globe and what the market, what, what time of day um, various markets are open and closed. So one of my favorite tools actually is uh, the market24clock.com. It's a, it's a great, uh, I call it a little utility website for me. Um, the site does have a lot of additional functionality, but the main market clock that that website shows 
uh, is tremendous for me. You know, over time you start to learn these things and you start to, you know, remember um, what time the London market opens or what time, you know, Sydney opens or what time, uh, you know, obviously New York um, session opens. But, you know, it's it's important to understand that because a lot of the market um, is mostly driven by the professional traders and the large um, movement of uh, money so you'll probably find most of those types of trades happening um, for your market uh, during those market hours obviously so um, it's important to really understand how um, you know how the global picture uh, and the global clock for example uh, is is playing out I've actually heard, I'm not um, sure of, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember where I heard this from, but um, in the futures market, for example, you'll, in currency pairs, you might see, um, the, it's almost as if the traders around the world are working together, um, handing the book over. For, for example, some of the big banks might be moving money or um, you know, influencing a price action um, by, uh, you know, working together around the globe. So you might see the Asian market open at a certain hour of the day, and then, you know, things are moving generally in a certain direction, almost like, uh, intraday or mini trends taking place, only to see the next market hour hit, and on the chart you can literally see things reverse hard in the opposite direction. Um, buying it all back or selling it all back you know that kind of thing um, so a lot of that you can tell is not retail level type trades being um, happening so I think that's important to kind of look and really understand uh, the global clock so again that is uh, market24hclock.com and I think uh, that's a good resource to check out. Well, that's it for this time. I appreciate everyone uh, listening. And um, it's, been a, it's been a while since we've uh, posted an episode out here. So hope you've enjoyed episode number four. And if you would like, please feel free to reach out to me again at DSMJ Financial on Twitter. And I'm glad to interact with you out there. Otherwise, if there's uh, nothing else here. I hope you have a great rest of your day and best of luck in your trades. Take care. Thank you for being here on So You're a Trader, Me Too. Have a great day and we'll catch you next time.